Hi, Kevin. Jason, how goes it? Oh, another another week. Another lineup of uh, interesting stories here that I wanted to chat with you about tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, tonight is we're recording this anyway. So uh, the big one I wanted to see here first is is Alex Jones is back on Twitter. Well, formerly mm. Twitter, now X. He's back on the X platform. Elon Musk has rescinded Alex Jones's suspension. And uh, so he is back on. And apparently, Alex Jones, as, as soon as he got back on, within a couple of days, he added like a million followers. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's it's crazy, uh, I think, how, how many people who, who, I don't know, you know, if that he's got that many fans or if people are just following to hope to, hope to watch the shit show. Um, right. <laughs> or what, what's going on? What do you think? What do you think of Alex Jones being back? Have you ever heard anything from Alex Jones or ever listened to an Alex Jones podcast or a podcast that he's been on? I I have heard a couple of interviews with him. I've I've, I've never watched an entire show of his. I've watched a little sorry, clips here and there. Um, so I can't say I'm an Alex Jones fan. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't hate him, but, uh, I, I don't believe half of what he says. Although strangely enough, I think, uh, maybe not strangely, but, um, ironically, uh, a lot of his stuff seems to come true. I mean, he did do this hey. whole, he, he went overboard on, on the Sandy hook thing saying it was a hoax. Mm-hmm. Um, which is mm-hmm. a kind of crappy thing to do, more than kind of, but you know, I'm yeah, but but uh, aside from that, a lot of the stuff that he says is, seems to have, have come out to that he was right. Um, yeah, well, mm-hmm. for, first, let me also do a disclaimer I'm I'm not an Alex Jones follower or believer, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I, I'm probably in the same boat as you, but that dude is wild if you take it as just like pure entertainment value like he's wild he's wild some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth is wild and you're absolutely right like some of i i don't know i'll for you know hypothetically pin a number to it but like 50 percent of the things that like he said that he said at the time and people are like you're out of your mind um have come you know to turn out to be true um he got, I think, really, his, I guess, like notoriety. Um, he was talking about the Bilderberg Group, which is um, a group of, I think it's primarily North American, European scholars, politicians, really wealthy people, you know, business mm-hmm. leaders, financiers um, who meet every year. Um, he kind of, infiltrated or had people infiltrate and um i encourage people to go look this up it's a it's an interesting story i'm going to do my best to kind of piece it together (laughs) from memory um but basically like first of all he's like they're they're in there they're plotting the new world or order this is the shadow government government this is the these are the puppeteers who are really pulling the strings and you know forget about your politicians your presidents your prime ministers these are the people who are calling the shots 
And by the way, there's a lot of weird and funky and like secret society type of like shit that goes on in these meetings. And everyone's like, this guy is nuts, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then turns out like comes to be true. I mean, this is kind of like eyes wide shut shit that I remember him like describing. Um, I don't know if it got as kinky or, or sexual as that, but you know, like secret society wearing masks, clo you know, like cloaks and hoods and all that type of stuff, you know, that these, these weirders were doing. And he's like, this is the shadow government. So I think that's really where he got notoriety. Um, mm -hmm. Another um, direction I'd pointed everyone at is um, him and Joe Rogan are buddies. Right. Um, yeah. He was on, I don't know if it's the last time he was on, and I don't know if Joe Rogan's done this multiple times, but I'm pretty sure it was before the judgment on a Sandy Hook uh, civil suit came against him. And Joe was like, look, Alex, um, I'm going to fact check every claim that you make. Mm -hmm. He's like, just, you know, for you, for people out there, you know, when you make a claim, I'm going to fact check it. So Alex would say something wild. Joe's like, hold on a second. Um, Joe would say to his assistant, Jamie, he's like, Jamie, look that up. Google that. They Google it, and it was probably about a 50% hit rate that he was going on. Or, you know, things that they're like, eh, I don't really know. There was, you know, evidence kind of pointing that direction, but it wasn't like a confirmed claim. Um, so he's pretty wild, pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, I, I was surprised. Uh, that was one of the guys Elon Musk said that he's not coming back then close to the Sandy Hook anniversary, which we're, we're recording this on the 13th. I believe it's the 14th of 2012 mm -hmm. um, earlier this week. So, you know, within a few days, Elon's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's I'm going to let him back on. I'm all about free speech. He just can't break the law and anything, you know, any in, in misinformation that he tries to spread. We're going to uh, fact check and it's going to be corrected by X slash Twitter. So, um Kind of interesting, definitely an entertaining guy. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of take him as a, a, at entertainment value um, because he's he's wild. Yeah, I I, I yeah, totally agree. Um, he, he's I, I've seen the clips. He's he's fun to watch. As far as you know, as like watching a train wreck sometimes i think yeah <laughs> i mean his, his over the top <laughs> delivery on, on occasion uh oh, yeah. maybe more than occasion but frequent uh over the top delivery and but uh, i'm i also uh i i think it was a, a travesty when he got um banned it, it wasn't just banning from twitter if you recall so this was five years ago he got banned from every social media platform within 24 hours not only that, um, I think his payment processors all uh, dropped him as well. Uh, so, I mean, talk about getting canceled. Um, th that was like the type of collusion um, that uh, we, we rarely see. I mean, all, all of these platforms coming together to, to ban him. And like I said, I don't agree with uh, a lot of, uh, or maybe most, at least half of what Alex Jones says. Uh, as far like I said, as as far as I know, because I don't I don't really follow him. 
but I, I do right. believe that he's got a right to say stupid stuff. Um, that's yeah. what free speech is about. Yeah, you know, if, and if, if you're only allowed to say what other people agree with, that's not free speech. That's not what what this country's about. That's not what Twitter's supposed to be about. And I agree with Elon that unless it's illegal, it should be allowed to be said. Yeah, um, and that's yeah. that's where I am. And 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 all of these people who are on the bandwagon to ban him, if they can ban Alex Jones, they can ban you. You know? Yeah, he and, didn't and, say anything and, you know illegal. And the only possible thing you could say that was kind of um, it wasn't illegal. It was it was a civil offense. He's not in jail. He didn't right. Um, he didn't make threats. He didn't do anything that uh, that was criminal. Uh, his his only violation you can point to, and as egregious as it may have been, was a civil violation. It wasn't illegal to say it. Um, right. And, and I don't and like not it. to. Yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm no, I was going to say, I don't like it. I don't like what he said. But freedom of speech right. is the freedom to say stupid shit. Right. You can be wrong. If you're not free to be wrong, you're not free. Right. And it's, it's, and this is kind of, it's, I'm paraphrasing, but what you hear all the time, it's freedom of speech doesn't exist to protect the speech that you like. It's to protect the speech that you don't like. And, what that means is, you know, if, if you're telling me something, I'm like, I completely disagree. Like, if you're telling me Alex Jones should be back on Twitter, I'm like, I completely disagree. Not only do I disagree with your standpoint, I disagree with your right to say that. Then you get into censorship, and then you get into eventually banning ideas, banning segments of the population from you know expressing their views and you're you're on your way i know this is a term that like you know people like to throw around a lot nowadays but that's really when you're on your way to a fascist government Mm -hmm. if you're systematically and slowly banning ideas that you don't like or that you you don't agree with um and banning that speech that's when eventually you know you look up and you're like oh well, we can't say anything except for what this one group approves. And here we are. We're in a fascist government. Um, the other thing that you said uh, kind of uh, popped up in my mind when you're talking about the, you know, the collusion with social media is I, I maybe some of those million followers um, is kind of a pendulum swing are remember during the election and the hunter biden laptop story mm-hmm. that got banned where you know who knows because the the alphabet guys you know fbi cia or whomever uh mark Wahlberg or mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. <laughs> mark zuckerberg uh mm-hmm. was on joe rogan's podcast talking about that they, facebook was contacted by the fbi and said this is a you know this is misinformation this is a false story this is you know russian spies or whomever like you know trying to affect our news and this laptop story is completely untrue so ban it from your platform Mm -hmm. and they did and then come to find out that's you know they didn't want um joe biden uh losing votes so (laughs) they systematically banned that story Mm -hmm. to you know take away negative attention from him and became public later and there's Mm -hmm. not i'm it's wild that there's not more of an uproar about that but you know Mm -hmm. that kind of lends credence to 
people like Alex Jones who are like, the government's doing all this crazy shit. And most people are like, yeah, okay, you know, kind of interesting. You know, I'll listen to it, entertainment value, people like me. But then when you start hearing stories like that, you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe yeah. this guy knows what he's talking about. Uh-huh. Um, which, which could be a little dangerous too, because mm-hmm. he, he's also a guy who they like splicing up his videos and um, mm-hmm. making, a, I don't know what you call the video version of a meme, but mm-hmm. video memes of, and there's one mm-hmm. of them that keeps coming up in my um, news feed or whatever it's called on uh, Instagram, where he's like, they're putting stuff in the water that's making frogs gay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he says wild stuff. He says mm-hmm. wild stuff. And, you know, it's just, like I said, the mm-hmm. swing of the pendulum, if you start, you know, directly I, affecting the dissemination of news like yeah. that um and you're, one of the you're funny only thing, going to empower guys like him yeah one of the funny things is it it looks like um the the thing things turning frogs gay was one of the things that was he was right about mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's there's there's uh, uh, it, it, again um hate him or love him joe rogan uh his podcast um, he has an eclectic guest spot, mm-hmm. and and what I'm trying to say, if that that's not that that doesn't make sense, is like hey, everybody's mm-hmm. on there. I've listened to a gentleman who's an expert on coyotes, which was fascinating, um, mm-hmm. and how coyotes, you know, were only in certain parts of the United States, and basically trying to eradicate them, help spread them to the entire can contiguous 48 states um or however you say it um but the lower 48 so uh there's you know that guy um lady talking about how plastics uh seeping into our drinking water and everything mm-hmm. are actually um she, and she's an expert in this are actually um making uh causing changes in um biology and um some cases sexuality of human beings that's a fascinating one too it's got comedians on there he had the rock on there um Mm -hmm. has political guests from both sides of the you know the aisle so um it's it's really i mean you don't have to be a fan and i'm not i i don't listen to every single joe rogan podcast but when i i see a guest on there Joe does a great job interviewing and asking honestly tough questions. Um, yeah, worth a listen. If anything, yeah, I, I like yeah, interesting. Great thing about him, uh, same same thing. I've I've looked at some. Uh, I don't I, I I don't listen to him often. I don't watch uh, his podcast that often. But uh, if he's got a really intriguing guest, I do. The great thing about him though is he's willing to talk to anybody. Um, and and that he's. He, there's been attempts to cancel even Joe Rogan just for doing yeah. that, just for talking to somebody and asking right. him questions. Um, and so uh, it's, you know, you, you, like I said, you, if it can happen to Alex Jones, it can happen to, to anybody. Um, you know, they, they tried tried it. So hopefully they're, they, I'm, I'm glad there's, we're seeing pushback on it uh, with Elon mm-hmm. bringing Alex Jones back. Um, you know, the attempts to cancel Joe Rogan thankfully failed. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh he, he seemed to have been cancel proof, but that didn't stop him from trying. Um and 
I like I like the pushback. So um, yeah, good, good 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 on Elon for bringing Alex Jones back, and uh, we'll we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, see see if he can, uh, yeah, see see what his reaction is. I guess going forward, to, to stay Boy's out gotta of the, start making some money. Hammer. He owes one point five billion dollars to <laughs> the yeah. you know, Sandy Hook yeah. survivor and family. Uh, so. Yeah. I, I heard somewhere, and I read it real quick. Um, I think I just glimpsed a headline that they they've there's talks about a settlement where he's not going to have to pay that much. So we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, that was that was. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of. I think uh, definitely high profile cases. Yeah. Um, and it it, it for sure trickles down to mm. local and not high profile cases but I, I think definitely the climate in society um it, depending on where that's at um and i think it was the wrong climate for um alex jones to have uh, for that civil suit to go on for him for for his side um depending on your perspective but and i'm, I'm talking from his perspective the the wrong time to have it with what was going on in society because i think there for what um for what the case was um and and what he said and what happened and what people you know his followers or whomever uh which was that with that it was largely about that um you know him kind of inciting people to um attack sandy hook survivor he you know i don't think he ver you know he explicitly said you know like go bother these people you know but because what he said and the the misinformation that he was spreading caused people to you know harass survivors and 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 families of victims um and i think the climate in society at that time was largely punitive to that um (laughs) Which isn't to say it would be a different result if it, you know, happened now or, you know, when there wasn't that kind of stuff going on. But remember, we, you know, we're on lockdown from COVID. George Floyd just happened. Um, everyone was kind of boiling at the seams and, you know, overreacting, I think, largely to a lot with, that was going on. So. Um, definitely wrong time. And civil cases are, are only beyond a preponderance preponderance of evidence so if you're like if you think there's a 51 percent chance that he's you know guilty is not the right term but that he's liable for this then you got to say hey he's on the hook for it well speaking of uh twitter or x there's another another uh little kerfuffle was brewing uh, this time between Selena Gomez and Laura. I I can't even pronounce her last name. I've never even heard. I did, I was not even no. aware of her really before I saw the story. But Fifth Lauren, Harmony, Fourth Harmony, something Fifth like Harmony. that. We're we're showing our age right now. Yeah, Fifth Harmony singer. <laughs> I guess she's solo now. Lauren, what is that? Haragui or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's better than I can do. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Like I I kind of these stories link names i'm like who is this lady and i apparently this lady um a lot of her stories at least from the article um 
that her name was linked from are about her getting in these little tiffs on Twitter and, and Instagram. And um, she had a, a beef with Elon supposedly um, because he reinstated her, her blue check. And he had previously said the only way you can get a blue check again is if you pay $5,000. So her beef was, is she allegedly, supposedly, whatever didn't pay the $5,000, he reinstated her blue check. And then she thought people were going to think that she paid the $5,000 to get it back. And that's, you know, why she was so. Hey, my son Robro's back. Ronan, how you doing? Oh, we got a guest. <laughs> I got a guest. He's a bed jumper. So we'll we'll interrupt. Can I get you any milk or anything? Okay. Can you want to hang out down here? No. No? Okay. Yeah. But here he is. Yes. I wanted to get a little bit of mama colors. Oh, that's a good idea. Um well, you can you can bounce on there. Remember, I'm doing a podcast. This is going out to the millions and millions <laughs> of followers. So bounce, have fun, be silly. Um, if you want something, come tap me on the arm and we'll talk about it, okay? You can get that. Would you like me to get you a banana? Okay. We had a banana request that does not need to be fulfilled. So oh, nice. <laughs> so um yeah, so she she seems to um apparently she's famous. Um I know her from my brief reading as um a mildly famous uh person B celebrity, C celebrity probably, um who likes uh uh, or at least garners the uh, social media stories of yeah. friction so, so the, on. So the beef is that uh, Selena Gomez had posted something on her uh, Instagram, I think it was originally, and um, and her uh, Selena Gomez posted something about uh, just some mundane issue, something to do with a romance or something, and then uh, this Lauren Haragui. I'm sure I'm butchering that name, but anyway, we'll just call her Lauren from Fifth Harmony. Um, copies that, takes a screenshot, and then posts uh, a uh, makes a post on X about how Selena Gomez is making posts about a relationship instead of taking a stand for the people of Palestine, uh, as as uh, she as. Lauren thinks Selena should be an expert and take the right side, in her opinion, of a uh, political situation. And um, yeah, so so that's the, um, is is Selena wrong for, yeah. for not weighing in on this uh, on, on this uh, conflict in the Middle East? Well, I think I think first and foremost, um, and maybe just a general statement. These, I I honestly appreciate them. This is celebrity gossip. Um, that it, the, these stories that uh, are basically about all social media posts from celebrities or whatever. Um, I 
one, I think it's it's kind of falls in line with a lot of these stories are poorly written. Um, I read this um, a couple of times. I, I think I, I think you're right with the timeline. What I think, what, the best that I could tell what what happened was Selena. I think said something about someone asked her about you know what's going on with the uh, what what's your position on the Israel Palestine war, and she's like I really don't like any of it. Um, and then she was pressed to by these you know mostly anonymous uh, online knuckleheads they're like well we need you to say that you side with palestine and free palestine and everything and she's like i she's basically like i i don't agree with anything that was going on um and i'm taking a break from social media Mm -hmm. um so she kind of i guess bailed on social media because people are like you need to say that you stand with palestine and then when she came back from social media, media, or came back to social media, she's like, here's pictures of me and my new boyfriend. And people are like, oh, wow, you're going to post that, but you're not going to say anything about Palestine. And that's when this other um, pseudo-celebrity like hopped in and, and made some comment or posted some sort of emoji or whatever um, that the, the story is based around. Um, but like what, like famous or not, it's her social media, right? Am I missing something here, Jason? Like, she can, if you want to post pictures of your your new boyfriend, you know, you guys together. If you want to post pictures of like your dinner, if you don't want to post anything, um, if you know you want to post yeah. a picture about your brand new socks, like it's your social media, you should be able to do so now. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's not, uh, you know, forced speech is not free speech, kind of going back to our, our previous theme uh, of the speech. So why why does Selena Gomez have to weigh in on anything political? I mean, when I'm, I, I tell you, I don't, I don't know about you, Kevin, but uh, when I see something come up in the news, the first place I run to is the uh, social media accounts of Lauren from Fifth Harmony. <laughs> to get my mm-hmm. direction of, of where I should be going. And yeah. uh, if you don't do the same, I don't know if I can call you informed. <laughs> it's 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 funny that you say that cuz you know what uh, you know the more that it, it's crazy how much I've thought about this story to be honest with you. I'm kind of <laughs> I'm a little bit embarrassed, but one of the things that I thought of is shortly after 9/11. This is a uh, Dave Chappelle bit um but he's talking about, you know, they're like TRL, which uh, was a hit at the time that would play the top 10 or 15 videos of the day um, uh, on MTV mm-hmm. shortly after 9-11. Um, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, here's here's some stuff on 9-11. And now let's uh, we're going over to uh, Jaw Rule, who's going to weigh in with his thoughts. And Dave Chappelle was basically like, you got who gives up? Who cares what Ja Rule thinks about 9-11? That's who you got. <laughs> so um, it, it, that yeah. that was kind of in my mind the predecessor to like what we have going on now is like regardless of what you think and what your position is on uh Israel and pa- Palestine, um 
Selena Gomez's position on that should not affect you one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. if you're hypothetical, okay, let's take this this scenario. Like who, whoever commented to her, like we need you to say that you stand with Palestine. She didn't say that, so they got angry. They actually were calling to like boycott her, um, her show, only murders in the building, which like that that would actually cause me to get involved because that's that's a great show. I enjoy that show, and if that show got canceled because some knucklehead on Instagram uh, pushed for it and started some kind of grassroots mo- movement to get it canceled because she didn't say that she stood with Palestine. That that would anger me enough to to get the Twitter fingers and start battling back. But um, wh- whether she does or not, that that shouldn't affect your opinion on it and your beliefs on it one way or the other. She's mm-hmm. a human being just like the rest of us. You know, she's a celebrity, albeit, but like her opinion, other people's opinions shouldn't necessarily matter. Or unless you think they make a good argument, but just because she believes one thing, you shouldn't take that at face value and say, okay, well, now that's what I believe. Absolutely. You know, I I don't believe for a second that Lauren from formerly of Fifth Harmony has any idea of the historical context of uh, this conflict between Hamas and Israel, uh, first of all. Second of all, I mean, there's there's a number of aspects to this story. Um, you know, the whether should Selena Gomez be forced to, to make statements uh, on on any position? No, like you said, it's it's hers, uh, her social media, and and finally the idea, and I think probably the the most maddening thing to me uh, about this whole thing, annoying, I guess not maddening. I'm not because well. After we get off here tonight, I don't think I'm going to think about Lauren again. Um, but, but the idea that that any celebrity is um, is is going to have an opinion that has any weight? Why? Like I already said, why would I, I listen to um, Selena Gomez? And not that I'm not blaming her, but you know that uh, that she's being dragged into this. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't look to Selena Gomez and even less so to Lauren from Fifth Harmony, who I'd never heard of before today. And and who right. would uh, and who else would? I mean, she, she, I'm sure she's got some fans and um, they're, they're probably all teenage girls um, who can't vote anyway. So um, what why does she think that her opinion makes any difference at all? Um, you know, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. I, I want to throw in an old school misogynistic joke in here, real quick. And I apologize, <laughs> but they can't vote because they're teenagers, and they can't vote because they're girls. <laughs> well, that, that, that's a topic for another day. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll wait you know, before we bring that one till we get some followers so so we can't yeah. be anonymously banned. Yeah, and no, I, no, I, I. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. And another, I, I don't really know. I've made some, I think, weak correlations. Well, you know, not, not, it's not on point, but like another story or topic that I kept thinking about 
um, in conjunction with this story is, do you remember um, a few months ago, uh, the Maui fires? Um, oh, mm -hmm. The Rock and Oprah apparently made a video and said, hey, guys, right. consider donating to Maui. I didn't watch the video, so I can't, you know, really yeah. go. But it was something along the lines of like, hey, they could use help. And, you know, I don't know if the message was like, you know, please help or if, if they had help, set up a fund uh, they, yeah. they were going to set up a fund and wanted all these people to contribute to the fund when they're they're millionaires. And uh, so the criticism yeah. was, why aren't you contributing first? Um, yeah. And, and asking they're like, why don't you ask your rich it? friends? And, and like my yeah. kind of my opinion on that was the same as here, here you know, like, OK, fine. You know, like if selena doesn't stand with palestine and you don't like that unfollow her or mm -hmm. just ignore it or whatever you think you know you should do but like why the outrage like you know if you don't or can't afford to donate to maui you don't care or you, and that wouldn't be the only reason like i didn't donate to maui it's not like i don't care what happened to the people down there but I, I particularly don't care that The Rock and Oprah were asking and trying to solicit donations from the general public, you know, because it, I think the main gripe that I heard is like a lot of people aren't in the situation to donate. They're just trying to live from paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, that's fine. I, I, I get that. I sympathize with those people. A lot of people aren't, too. This message, I don't believe was specifically directed at the like hey you can't afford to pay your bills you don't know where you're going to be living next month why don't you donate to maui it <laughs> was just kind of like a general hey send these people could use some help you know we're we're soliciting people to send some help you didn't like it unfollow them um you know don't say that i'm just saying like the backlash that they got i never quite understood because i'm like you don't like this is the same general population who i recall when the earthquake happened in haiti people wouldn't people were looking to donate so they could have their little badge on facebook they're like i donated to haiti you know great you know that we're altruistic um we you know people like to to help out other people i think you know generally speaking and i i think particularly Americans and the American government topic for another show is is way too altruistic to you know send money to other countries that need help and that that's fine that's not a bad thing that's a more nuanced argument but I think a lot of people kind of take their cues from that and if you can't or you don't want to donate like I, I never got the like why don't you just ignore it why do you have to make a stink about it like if selena doesn't stand with palestine or if selena doesn't stand with israel like why do you need to cause an uproar and want to try and cancel her for her opinions and beliefs and her social media posts but yeah i i of, I of the two i i respect uh selena gomez even more this yeah uh, of the two of them because Clearly, it, it seems to me that the most likely reason that she's not weighing in it is either one, she doesn't want to be political. I I, I appreciate that with an entertainer because your expertise is in entertaining people, not in geopolitical mm -hmm. uh, issues, mm -hmm. right? 
And, um, and so if she doesn't know, I'm, I'm good for her. Good for her yeah. for not weighing in. Sing, do your thing, entertain people, entertain both Palestinians and Israelis. If, if that's where your music reaches to do that. Yes. Don't weigh Absolutely. in on something you're not qualified to talk about and whose opinion has no more weight than the bum down the street who I gave a buck to the other night. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's a very good point. It's not like any, you know, any decision makers on this are going to be like, oh, fuck, you know what? I thought we were doing the right thing. And then Selena Gomez had a post and uh, we got to we got to do a 180 on this, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the next one I wanted to talk about, this one, uh, I, I really kind of get a kick out of. Uh, so... This next story is a Virginia politician. Well, I guess a uh, person who wanted to be a Virginia politician. So the story is this uh, woman in Virginia ran for their state Senate, uh, name of uh, Susanna Gibson. And during the campaign, uh, it was brought out apparently by one of her opponents um, had released a, um, information that she had been performing uh, explicit sex acts on a site called Chatterbait. So apparently from uh, what I gather, this uh, Chatterbait is a streaming service. Uh, so it's not like um, something like OnlyFans where uh, OnlyFans, like, uh, people will post videos of themselves um, and uh, they can the i don't know viewers whatever can go to that site and download the video or watch the video whenever they want um this chatterbait is a streaming site where all of the action i guess happens live so somehow someone it doesn't uh we not sure who or i haven't seen who in in the uh, articles i've read somebody had had surreptitiously she claims posted or had uh, not posted, but they had uh, recorded one of these live streams of her having um, having sex with her husband. At least it's her husband. Uh, and right. so they're soliciting tips from the people on this website as they're doing this. And uh, somehow it got recorded and later um, released uh, during this political campaign. She ends up losing the election, and I'm not sure, I'm not seeing the exact uh, results, but apparently the election was pretty close. Even yeah, I, I, I saw in the article it was less than, she lost by less yeah, than a less thousand, than a thousand votes. votes. Yes, there it is. Mm -hmm. Less than, so I'm looking at this, uh, this article on Politico is where uh, I picked this up. And so... She loses by less than a thousand votes. Keep in mind that in this particular election, she ran as a Democrat. Uh, overall, the Democrats did very well. They took full control of the uh, of the Virginia State Legislature uh, in this election, in spite of her losing the race. So, uh, overall, the the Democrats uh, flipped the Virginia State Legislature uh, to the Democratic Party. However, she lost her particular election. Uh, so now she's coming out uh, complaining about this. She's saying that um, her her online sex life was exposed. 
she lost the election. She's accusing uh, whoever released this of being guilty of revenge porn. She thinks that they should be, um, well, her view is that this was private activity uh, that was released without her permission, and then it should therefore qualify as revenge porn. So my take on yeah. this is um, that anything you're doing online, um, yeah. when you're having sex online, and even if you're streaming it rather than intentionally recording it, you have no expectation of privacy. Um, it, it, yeah, <laughs> no. 100% agree. Um, <laughs> this, I feel like reading her, the, the transcript of her interview, um, which I'll, to be official, was noted in the article that it was um, edited for sake of space or whatever. But the gist that I got from her in this interview was that and, and this wasn't said explicitly but i i think this is what i think this is this is what she was posturing towards mm -hmm. is that these were private files on a private computer that only existed there um were not broadcast or streamed or made available to anybody else computer was hacked um and then that's they ended up she was unaware that these these videos ended up on on other sites um that the public you know or whomever could you know watch these videos she thought they only existed in this one file on her computer and that they hadn't gone anywhere else um that's at least her position and what she's posturing as um i imagine for a civil suit um but you know like here's the thing one if that were the case that's a huge problem and 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 then she's right with the you know the the revenge angle and everything because one a subcategory of that like people are doing that why are you doing that like so you, <laughs> stop doing that if that's your thing or, or whatever fine but just you know like realize that this is a very real possibility that you know your your private pictures and videos could not become you know would will not potentially could not forever remain private to you mm -hmm. um she references in her interview that she's a millennial she's at the you know the you know the first part or the you know like the oldest millennial or whatever and like 90 percent of millennial women from whatever survey that you got you know have like nude pictures of them floating around or have like taken mm -hmm. those like i don't know you know how accurate that is or whatever mm -hmm. but like if that's even close to the case like stop like stop like people have to realize like the internet's out there and whatever you put on there, even if it's on a website that eventually, you know, is no longer exists or goes defunct or whatever, like, it, it, like, it's out there in, you know, in the web or in someone's cloud or, in, you know, whatever, for forever, you, you might as well take a billboard, 
you know, rent a billboard on a highway in your hometown that anyone can take a picture of, you know, the billboard goes down, people might have pictures of that, you know, like anything that you do, like digital or on your phone or whatever, like that could go out and exist somewhere for forever. So I think there's, there's a huge misunderstanding of that. And if it's this streaming service where they're like, oh, well, people can't record this. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Come on, dummy. Some dope's going to set up a tripod behind his computer and record it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. Yeah. You know, like, well, let's, apparently, let's get yeah. real. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, I was saying, I'm, I'm looking at uh, another story here. New York Post covered it as well. Um, and uh, in, in this political article, she, the interview, she said, uh, that the the original article that ran that uh, first brought this to people's attention, uh, she claimed that it implied I performed sex acts online with my husband for money. So so that statement is really her essentially that's a denial that she was um, performing these acts uh, that she basically she's denying that she asked for money, but that mm-hmm. is an out, out outright lie um mm-hmm. the the she she was yeah. on this website this chatterbait she was explicitly openly soliciting tips to do these acts and she was mm-hmm. telling people that if she uh, if they would give her money that she would do specific things i won't go into this to what those specifics are let's just say they're really dirty and um, so, so she's your when she says that that they were just implying that I did it, like like that's kind of some implying a denial is really what she's doing there. Um, so she she's outright lying. And then um, the the apparently these videos were actually also archived on the Chatterbait website, um, so that people could could view them later. And the latest ones were archived after she entered this race so what was she thinking like like how are these not ever going to come out yeah (laughs) you know know, it's yeah i expect to do this that's the sense that i got yeah yeah. she's she's posturing for a lawsuit and we're she's speaking in vague terms Mm -hmm. um putting in a shadow of doubt, like, oh, is it, you know? So, I mean, I think at, at the best, um, you know, it's a disingenuous interview. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, I, for as much as I can, like, you know, you, you make your bed, right? You make your bed. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate that, She's in a position um, where she's now gained national attention. Um, she may be embarrassed by these um, videos. She aspired for a political career. She, you know, she may still get it. You know? mm-hmm. Trump made it to the White House, so I mean, come on, it's uh, the American dream. Anyone can, <laughs> anyone can do it. But um, you know, like here's the thing, like you got to look in the mirror like you have no one to blame but yourself for this yeah so you know, I, 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 I don't think uh my, my prediction is she is not going to file a lawsuit because uh she can't 
there, there's not going to be a basis for for a lawsuit here. It's not th- th- this. I think she'll this file stuff was, and will get dismissed. Uh, there's someone. Think, uh, there's someone who's going to take her far. money. Because uh, I think that that, that they know doing this online, even streaming, well, and and it had to have been, if it was archived, like this article indicates, uh, then then they did consent to recording. Mm -hmm. Um, Just saying, hey, um, I recorded this and I only wanted these public people I don't know, (laughs) these few public people I don't know, to, to watch it um it's not gonna um i, I don't i just don't see it flying uh, it, it, she, she's lying when she says that uh she's trying to make people think that she wasn't asking for money she definitely was um so uh, that that's one lie and and also as we already said that um there's no expectation of privacy when you're doing this uh streaming to an to an audience of people you don't know anyway i i think but what i think she is doing is this is kind of similar to a, a situation about four years ago with a former U.S. congresswoman named Katie Hill, who um, she got caught up in a sex scandal um, that her and her husband were having a thruple, they called it, thruple relationship mm-hmm. with uh, one of her subordinates, somebody who worked for her. So, mm-hmm. and, and um, nude pictures of them were leaked and she was forced to resign for Cong- from Congress. Um, and then after she resigned, um, the, a lot of the press and um, the Democrat Party uh, did a lot of work to trying to re- rehabilitate her, make her out to be the victim. And uh, I think that's what's going on here. And this uh, thing with Susanna Gibson, she claims that um, you know, she indicates that maybe she'll get back into politics in the future, that she'll try to run again, possibly. So I think this is a setup to, to give her that opening. They're going to try to reframe this and, and make her out to be the victim like they did Katie Hill. Um, sure. And and then um, since this was just her and her husband, not a subordinate like with, with Katie Hill, um, then they're the only victims. Um, it wasn't that she did anything illegal. Um, you know, doing yeah. doing these acts uh, on on Chatterbait is not an illegal activity. It's just embarrassing. So yeah. uh, they're going to try to rehabilitate her, and I think run. This isn't. Uh, I don't think this is going to go anywhere for as far as a a lawsuit is concerned. This is just rehabilitation. You, you know what we need? <laughs> he's back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's back. We need. Alex Jones to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. If anybody can 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 do it, it, it's Alex here to find out what's really going on. There's probably something in the water that made them do it. Something the government's putting putting some nasty electrolytes, fluoride, messes with the brain. Um, <laughs> they're not accountable. They're not accountable. They're not adults mm-hmm. making decisions. Come on, Alex get on this okay all right so one more to wrap it up here final story want to hit today uh, is going to be uh we're, we're coming up to the end of the year and uh the end of the year that that's time for for looking back wikipedia is looking back and they're telling us what the most viewed wikipedia pages mm. were what what are people searching for wikipedia um 
and this year let's let's uh let's count back to top five so uh i'll yeah uh, number five i'll just go with the start with number five here the oppenheimer film strangely enough i wouldn't wouldn't have guessed that actually i yeah. don't think i would have guessed any of these actually <laughs> well maybe, maybe i I, I would not uh maybe but one of them oppenheimer i mean that's one and 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 keep in mind that that came out the same weekend as barbie barbie did a lot more uh at the box office it was a much bigger hit than oppenheimer although oppenheimer did w- very well at the box office it it was not as big of a hit as barbie but people are searching for oppenheimer so considering that's yeah. uh, based on true events i'm assuming that people wanted to just get more information on the real person and and you know match the sure. uh the the real person to how that compared to the film yes and all right. Yeah, so, and and, um, um, and just a just a honorable mention here. Uh, I I was talking with Ronan, so I I apologize if you already said this, but Barbie was number thirteen. Oh yeah, and eight behind mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Yeah, so it be so it it, it did better in, in Wikipedia terms, but Barbie beat him at the box office. So hey, it's okay. the money is what counts. <laughs> All right, so um, that was Oppenheimer's number five. Number four, well, we hit these together. The number four and number three were the Indian, number four was the Indian Premier League. That's a, that's a page about the, the Indian Premier League is a cricket, professional cricket league mm-hmm. in India. So mm-hmm. uh, number, number four was Indian Premier League. Number three was the 2023 Cricket World Cup. Yeah. So, um, so combined, really, if you combine those two, the subject of cricket would have been the number one topic, I guess, yeah. um, in, in yeah. Wikipedia. So, um, that tells me that people, uh, cricket fans, especially in India, where there's what a billion people in India, um, yeah. are, are getting their sports news from Wikipedia, I guess. Well, and let me interject real quick. Like what, what I was looking at, I, I highlighted the top 10. Six of the top 10 mm-hmm. are India specific. Yeah. And it, when you look at what what Wikipedia is basing this off of is page views or, uh, you know, it, the, the number yeah. of times this particular article was accessed. Mm-hmm. So their data... For the top countries was United States came in number one with three 33.2 billion page views or accessing of specific articles. They accessed articles on Wikipedia 33.2 billion times. Mm -hmm. That's more than the other countries they list, the top five, United Kingdom, India, Canada, and Australia combined United UK had 9 billion India just shy of 8.5 billion Canada just shy of 4 billion and Australia a little over 2.5 billion page views or accessing pages so the United States with over four times of the accessing articles on Wikipedia over four times of what India did 
or just eh, maybe about four times if we do the, you know, the 8.5. Um, India is like dominating the top 10. And like mm -hmm. you said, if you combine number four and number three, like they, that's the number, you know, cricket <laughs> is by far, because if you go further mm -hmm. down the top 10, we have, because uh, number four was India Premier League. Number three was 2023 Cricket World Cup. Uh -huh. Number six was just regular cricket World Cup. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I apologize. The Premier League for India was a little further down. It was the uh, 2023 yeah. Premier League. Um, or am I, or am I making stuff up? Oh yeah, number yeah. nine, 2023 yeah. Indian Premier League. So like that cricket. Who knew cricket was so huge on Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah. crushing crushing everything else <laughs> yeah so uh cricket um let's see again top five uh, oppenheimer indian premier league 2023 world cup number three the second most viewed page on wikipedia in this year has been the deaths in 2023 so this this particular page uh keeps track of uh all the notable people uh, as they term it who died in 2023, I see, among others, Andre Brower was just added to the list, actor Andre Brower, uh, who most people know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or um, yeah. my, uh, my favorite role of his was uh, from Homicide Life on the Street. Uh, sad he was only 61. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, so people didn't, are looking. Didn't look it either. I would have not. No. Get, I, knowing him as an actor and seeing him in shows, like, I would have thought that guy was in his early forties in everything that I say, including. Did Brooklyn you ever? Nine -Nine. Did you ever watch uh, those shows, Brooklyn Nine Nine? I never watched Brooklyn no, Nine Nine. I, I never but... followed any of those. I no. have seen him in 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 episodes. I've seen a few episodes, um, a handful of less than ten of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh -huh. um, I. Uh, not the homicide one that you just mentioned, but yeah. there's another series that he was in yeah. that I've seen like a couple of episodes. Oh man, I He's love definitely that. someone that I recognize like when I see him in a show, and I'm like, I know that guy from somewhere, but um, yeah. yeah, never would have, never would have guessed. No, he was, yeah, he, he looked good for 61. I tell you, and Homicide Life on the Street, his, his, I can't even remember the name of the character. I just remember his performance. That those that show he was in, uh, he portrayed a, a police detective, and uh, they had a lot of scenes where he would be uh, in a, a interrogation room with a suspect, and those scenes mm -hmm. got intense. They were just amazing. Mm -hmm. He was so good uh, grilling a grilling a suspect um in those and uh man yeah if you go watch one of those it's, it's just it was great okay yeah okay so uh okay so that uh number two deaths in 2023 number one so this isn't surprising to me the number one wikipedia wikipedia page in 2023 was the page on chat gpt and i think when yeah. history goes back and logs uh you know what what happened in uh, each year, that 2023 is going to be the year of AI. I think the this is the year that AI really 
exploded into the public consciousness. I mean, I know it's been around, been developed for a long time, but I think this is just the year that it really came out that everybody's talking about AI um, it, at work um, in my own experience. Um, we, we work with a, a specific computer system and I, I uh, went to a conference about this computer system that I work with and uh, they announced, even they announced that uh, in this, this thing, I, uh, that AI is going to be integrated into into the system i work with daily as well mm. so it's it's coming it's coming to your job sooner or later um yeah. it's not if it's not jet gpt it's something else but ai is here and it's not going away and um it, it's uh, get get comfortable with it um because if you're uncomfortable with it you're going to be uncomfortable for a long time this is the year that they're going to travel back to 2023 to find the John Connor equivalent <laughs> when the robots take over in 40 years. <laughs> totally. The time totally. machines are going to be set to 2023. Everyone was saying that with you jokingly with uh, 2020. They're like, oh, I, I came back to 2020. Oh, crap. Corona. You know, they're not, they don't care about that. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be, I think a lot of those page views, to be honest, um, I probably accounted for, let's see, it's 49,490,406 page views. Those last six are probably me, <laughs> um, scared to access chat GPT because I don't want to contribute to the machine. Mm-hmm. And saying, all right, what what is this? I need a I need a deeper understanding of like what this does. Like I hear about it all the time. Like I hear anecdotes or just you know like stories about like oh I typed in the chat GPT and I'm like oh give me a five year business plan to make money mm-hmm. online or something and Chat GPT is like oh here's what you do you know or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this is me learning about those six views are me mm-hmm. learning about Chat GPT. Yeah. I've uh, I've signed into Chat GPT, Chat GPT, and I tried it. I asked it to write me a poem. I don't remember mm. what the poem was. I just remembered I wasn't particularly impressed. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it, it's uh, as far as the quality of the program of the poem itself. I did write a poem, um, so I'm I guess I'm, I'm impressed yeah. that it can do that. Uh, yeah. However, creatively, I've seen some work. I've seen seen some results of. AI generated songs again not particularly impressed with the quality of the song itself but it is somewhat um alarming at the direction that this seems to be we're just still kind of at the beginning and it's only going to get better oh yeah and oh, yeah. um so uh, although it's only going to get more angry at us the more yeah. dumb yeah questions yeah. are like why why does it rain well and sports um, illustrated has already been caught uh, they they had uh, they had to fess up that they were using some AI generated content for and that's Sports Illustrated, you know, a huge, venerated oh, national yeah. magazine, um, and and they're already uh, using AI for for them. And, I, and I've Meanwhile, seen some other things, some some articles that I've read or came across, and um, like looking at a YouTube thing, and. Uh, I, it was one, I think just like, I'll put on something at night just to kind of lull me to sleep a little bit. 
And so, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'll watch, like, a show on space or something like that. And so mm-hmm. this random one pulled up talking about, I don't know, Jupiter or something. And after a while, I'm like, this, because it, it, it was really repetitive. And I realized, oh, this is an AI-generated video. Um, and so it's it's still, uh, I mean, it, it can it can do stuff. It can generate content. But there's there's some giveaways still, and it's not all the way there yet. Um, but like I said, I think it's only going to improve. Um, I'll, I'll tell so. you, I have accessed AI. Um, the the fun AIs though um, that like give me a picture of like these three things or like design me a logo. So I've I've accessed like the the art end of it. Yes, because I'm interested. I'm mm. like, give me an idea. You know, like. Um, mm. And I've done like completely off the top of my head. I'm like, give me an idea for a sports equipment store, you know, for uh, activities in the desert mm-hmm. with a purple theme or, you know, like whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. And oh, what I was going to say, you know, Sports Illustrated is doing that. Meanwhile, future employees of sports illustrated who are in journalism school right now are getting dinged because they're writing reports with uh yeah. ai you know so what? it's just it's it's yeah it's crazy it did remind me i i did have to um about a month ago i was I had to do a project at work and i needed a picture of um about a 10 year old child uh for this project and so I just went into uh, Adobe um, and uh, Photoshop, basically. And actually, it was the Adobe Firefly program. It's, it's web-based. And I said, give me a picture of a 10-year-old child. And it generated, um, I, I might have even said realistic picture, something like that. I can't remember the exact prompt. But it generated me about six right off the bat. And I picked one. And I, when I look at it closely, I could tell there, there's something not there's something about it um, that looks like, oh, this this isn't really real. But at a quick glance, you wouldn't know. And uh, yeah. this is a completely fabricated face like, you know, it's, it's made up by a computer. And it, at first glance, it looks like a kid. When I look at it like it's really close, I can go, oh, OK. Um, if you know what to look for, I think you can tell it. But yeah, just a casual glance, you would just glance right by it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing what um and fun. And, and, and fun <laughs> what these things can do. I'm just uh, I, I'm kind of you know, um I guess uh heeding the warnings of Elon Musk of like, let's, you know, yeah, let's get let's some be rules responsible around with our AI use. And mm-hmm. um, on a tangent of what you said earlier about, you know, watching these programs or whatever to, to kind of fall asleep. <laughs> Two, that this seems like uh, maybe a negative endorsement. It's absolutely not. Two, that I highly recommend. Um, if anyone out there is interested in podcasts are Lex Friedman's podcast and Mm -hmm. Andrew Huberman's podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the reason being that similarly it's similar between the two that they they tend to talk about more technical subjects or with their guests um but i will issue it with this warning um they both have very calming voices too yeah. which yes which <laughs> tends to do it for me but I have turned on both an Andrew Huberman podcast and a Lex Friedman podcast. I'm like, oh, this is something that I'm interested in. I'll listen to this as I fall asleep. And I am up for the next three hours, <laughs> like deeply interested in what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So like if you want something on, I, I'm not recommending these by any means for like just background noise. They're calm in their presentation. They're calm in their interview style. Um, and they talk about interesting and technical subjects with their guests, mm -hmm. which if you have a tired brain, you're like, oh, okay, like I'm not, I'm not thinking about it, you know, <laughs> might go to bed. And the ones that I do fall asleep to, like I'll listen to the next day because I'm like, I fell asleep roughly at this point. I want to, I want to catch up on what they were saying, the rest, but yeah, yeah the, those are two great ones. Those are two in my rotation um but with the uh recommending those with the caveat that i'll tend to listen to those for the full length of the podcast and then i'm like all right i'm gonna switch to a comedy one and i'm out in like two minutes <laughs> like i should have started with that from the get-go all right cool i think uh, we're gonna wrap it up there for this episode who are we telling them to knock it off this week? People bothering oh. Selena? Yeah, yeah. Don't I definitely, definitely. Twitter X, Lauren, knock well, it off. Selena. Selena didn't do anything wrong, but Lauren no, from, no, no. from Fifth Harmony, whoever you are, yeah, knock it off. Lauren, blah blah blah. Knock it off. Hey, Ronan, say Lauren, knock it off. Lauren, knock it off. That's right. Go. Knock it off. All right, let's do this again next week. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, Kevin, have a good night. You too, Jason. We'll talk to everyone later.